podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the green, green, green. This for my kid, of Pit Stop Fracker. I'm your host, Mahad, and we're back with our review of the Mexican GP. And we're live for all the people on YouTube. If you're in the comments, please like, subscribe. If you're listening to this tomorrow or watching it tomorrow on YouTube, like and subscribe. There's no excuse. Put it like and subscribe. Put a comment in. We'd love to see all of it. If you're, if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, please give us a five-star review. Show us some love. And hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the pod. Let us think what, what, you, what you think about the episode. And let us know if you hate Anik. Let us know if you hate Anik. <laughs> Bro, everyone loves me. What's going on? Why hate Anik? Where's this coming from? <laughs> Hashtag hate Anik. Um, <laughs> as you can see, uh, Anik has joined us today. Uh, our first guest. How are you, bro? Oh, I'm good, man. Great weekend. Great weekend. Yuki, DNF, Perez stinking it up, and Mercedes strategy going down the toilet. What a weekend, bro. How are you keeping? I'm all good, man. Um, I noticed that Ferrari is a midfield team now, so uh, uh, there's a bit of joy there. There's a bit of joy there. Hmm. Uh, Who? Who's a midfield team? Uh, Essa Ferrari. Hashtag Essa oh, Ferrari. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, w- w- one minute down. One minute down from uh, the same Mercedes just laundering. But we'll speak about that. Uh, Chris. <laughs> Uh, how we doing, brother? It's been a while. I know I'm alive. I'm not just a, a bot on Twitter, just chatting shit. So yeah, it's all good, all good. I'm good. How are you, brother? I'm all good, man. You are still a bot. Anybody that follows us on Twitter, this is the guy that's terrorizing people with with uh, with uh, facts blended with agenda. Is that what you called it? Yeah, it's, it's all my agendas are based on this facts. Just we spin it a little bit. We bend the truth, but we don't break it. Our, our very own uh, Dominic Cummings. Okay, shout out to Chris. Uh, and Marks, shout out to Marks. You're here, brother. How you doing? Um, I'm all right. Not too bad. Yeah. You look like uh, you look like you're not enjoying this season. Huh? You look like you haven't enjoyed this season. Oh, you know what it was, yeah. Well, you don't know I'd hate this sport anyway. <laughs> the one thing I care about is not doing anything. It's been, I, it's been a, t- it's been tough, man. It's been tough. If you ever want to see the, the pain of a man in his eyes, just look at Marks right now because prior to the season, this guy hates everything about F1. He's hate list, yeah. 
His hate list is long. It's long. It's very, it's very long. long. But King of the Haters fans. Vettel's on it about four times as well. So, oh, but you look, listen. I swear to God, if anybody goes back to the prediction episode, all the way back in March, who's the only man that said Vettel's going to retire? That was your big prediction, Mars. The hate. I have the vision. I have the vision. I'm not back to Raven. All right, let's let's talk about a team that didn't have the vision. Yeah. Mercedes, Mercedes. So, uh, another weekend uh, where it showed promise. Um, Anik would call it practice hype, right? Um, there was mm-hmm. a lot of uh, speed being shown on practice. It looked like they were going to match uh, Red Bull uh, over the weekend. And they were quite close in quality. Obviously, Max pulled it out and stuck it on pole, but we still had George Russell on the second row and uh, Hamilton third place. And it looked like it was going to be a promising weekend for Mercedes. As it transpires, it didn't really go that way during the race. And it ended up P2 and P4 for Hamilton and uh, Russell. But some may think that maybe it was an opportunity squandered. uh, Back-to-back races now where they could have possibly won. Uh, I'm going to come to you first, Anik. Where, what went wrong for Mercedes this weekend? Give give us your thoughts. I think everything up until Sunday, as per usual, went okay for them. I think that Sunday they just collapsed yet again. Um, you know, starting P2, P3 gave them a great platform to launch a proper attack on, on Max. Not splitting the tie. We're going to the race, yeah? Yeah? Go straight into it, bro. Come, Go come. Straight, I mean, all. look. May Mill, let's go. Um, yeah, starting on on the same on the same set of tires and a medium set is just just made zero sense to me. You know, there I think I read somewhere it gives uh, having the soft tires on gives you like around you know two meter advantage on the start. At least split the strategy or split the tires so you can have a guy to go in and attack. We saw last year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, P three went to P one by the end by the end of the first corner. We're talking about Max Verstappen. So by at least switching the strategy, it might give you a little bit of an advantage. We know the toe is so powerful, and let's be honest, Mexico history shows us the first lap is so so critical because once the field gets spread, it's a ball fest. And then coming down to the actual race itself, you know they. <laughs> To be fair enough, they 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 tried their best with the strategy, but at the end of the day, the Red Bull was just too quick. Um, I feel as though if you really want to go and attack and get that first race win, which is eluded, which is you know evaded them so far this season, you should have at least split the strategy at the start. Um, and I think that's exactly where where they went wrong. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, this is the closest they're going to get to a race win, so. Yeah, because I I don't see them doing anything in the next two races. Yeah, it, it looks difficult uh, when you look at Brazil and uh, Abu Dhabi if they're going to try to get a dub there. I think Mexico and the US Grand Prix was the biggest opportunities for them. Uh, they have gained a lot of time, especially on Red Bull uh, over the last couple of weeks. But uh just looks like another situation where... Um, it could, if they just got that strategy on point, they could have eked something out. Um, Mars, do you think uh, going on a hard tyre was 
a disastrous decision um, when it got over to the to that tire tire changeover phase. We saw obviously Red Bull started on softs and went on to mediums and just finished the race on those. I don't, were they doing a bit too uh, big brain? What was uh, James Alphabet doing on that pit wall? What does he do? Is he, is he just there riding the coattails of uh, Lewis oh, Hamilton's success? Um, sorry, I, yeah, I don't even know what he does, man. Like, these men are useless. <laughs> I think they threw away the race. Um, I think what Annick said was right, they should have split the strategy. Someone had to make a sacrifice, so whether it be George or Lewis, whoever, someone had to make a sacrifice to get that win if they really wanted to win this season. And let's face it, you're not going to beat the Red Bull on raw pace, so you're trying to beat them in like a strategy or with pace a pace it's not going to work is it like they're always going to win that in that kind of area you have to outsmart them and someone's going to have to make a sacrifice to get that win basically and i feel like the medium hards should have been the sacrifice so whoever went on the medium and hards whether it's lewis or rock george um yeah that at least gives them the opportunity and forces Verstappen to pit again and Mercedes to either do another stint on a soft at, right at the end or um, they should have gone medium. I think personally, I think medium, medium, soft was the better option for Mercedes. Even if you didn't want to start on the softs, start on the mediums, you do quite a bit of a longer stint. Me, I, personally, I would have pitted Lewis um, when Max went in. I would have pitted him literally as Max is going in. You know Max is going in. Pit Lewis as well. And gone on to another fresh set of mediums because they were matching for pace and Lewis could have probably got him. And then even if Max did come up, um, Max would have had to be forced to pit again. But this time he's coming up behind George who would be on the hards. George can slow down Max. Lewis can go on soft if he has to get at him again. It's kind of that's how I personally would have done it. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I generally think strategy wise, they kind of just messed it up as usual. Um, that's a, that's a bit of an elaborate tire strategy we've just said right now. So you said medium, medium, and then softs for Lewis, yeah, and I then medium so. hards for Russell, and then Russell has to park the bus. Uh, Basically, yeah. I, I said someone had to take the. I think someone had to take the sacrifice because Checo was never going to be in the race. I'm sorry. Like, Checo, was there. You, Checo was there. Yeah, he was there, but he was never in the race. Like he was just like how you can't you be two seconds behind Lewis Hamilton for the whole race, and you're in a much faster car on, on soft tires as well. Huh? Where's Russell? On Where's a better Russell? tire. Exactly, he was on a better tire for the majority of the race, and he, he couldn't do nothing. I mean, George. Chris can answer better for George. I don't. Yeah, really let's let's get let's leave that to Chris. Uh, Chris, 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 Chris. What's going on with uh, George? George started P two. Everybody um, got overtaken by uh, Hamilton and Perez uh, on them opening stints. Um, was that an opportunity where you could have got Max at the line, or was it just a no hope from the beginning? It was no hope because Max has a brain. He's not Bottas who just busts it open for everyone. Max knew what he was doing. He covered it inside. 
forced George on the outside. Lewis is the opportunity. Lewis saw gap to get um George, did it right away. There was no messing about. Like, and obviously, George saw that it was Lewis and not any other guy. So he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna give this guy space. And then Checo went through. He even said it himself. He said, Look, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give Lewis space. If it was anyone else, they're getting squeezed. So I think that this is the problem with these two, man. They're not working together as a team. I don't think, personally, I think Lewis kind of compromised George's race by pushing him out wide a bit and forcing him off the track. It kind of, I mean, I know it's racing and everything in the first lap, but I think Lewis, there was no need to do that just yet. I think you're always going to get the better of George because you are the better driver and you have the better race pace. I just, I feel like you build that gap and then you try to sort something out. You have to work together as a team if you want this win together. Like if you're you're part of the team, team first always. Like you know, you're not you're not playing for anything. Like I get you're both drivers and you want to win all the time, but you're not racing for anything apart from a race victory. And you should want that for your team more at this moment in time and think about the team first. And I don't think Lewis or George, but I think more Lewis on this part. Yeah, in that in those opening laps, was thinking about the team. He was more thinking about getting in front of George. And um, me personally, I'd, I would have preferred if he just stayed behind George and not forced him off the track because I think that kind of hindered the rest of them in the race because it allowed Checo to overtake George as well in more easily than he probably would have if he had a bit more space. Um, so that's so what I will say. Uh, I, do you know what? I personally think this was one of those races. Obviously, Max is on pole. I think you definitely... George already said that if Lewis, if that wasn't Lewis, he was going to ram that guy off the road. Any other car on that first corner, he, was, he said it. The guy is in his terrorist era. He said, I would have rammed the car if it weren't Lewis. So we already knew the kind of aggression and intent. I, even though... Um, even if, let's say, for example, Russell got him off the line or Hamilton got off the line... I think there were going to be a serious situation where Verstappen was just going to overtake him anyway because they were on softs and they were on mediums. So it, w- it was going to happen quite early. But in those scenarios, I, do you know what's so funny to me? I feel like in past years, if Red Bull were in Mercedes' situation, they'd win that race. Just from strategy alone. Because they would know exactly what they need to do to kind of win that scenario. And we've seen uh, how Red Bull perform in Mexico in the past, that they can get one over on these guys. And I really just don't think when they're not a front runner, when Mercedes are not a front runner, that decision making goes to shit. Because if the strategy was to go long, go long, go long properly. Don't do this half, half go long that they're on. Because they even told uh, Russell, yeah, we're going to go long. And they didn't go long because the realistically the best strategy was what Ricardo was on. Ricardo did like 37 laps on mediums and then slapped on softs and went to the end of the race. That was the correct strategy. Mm-hmm. It was funny. That was that's what George told him to do. George was like, and That's what he wanted to long, do. Soft. And then they boxed him like five laps later. I was like, the thing is, when he did that, I tweeted, Oh yeah, George did doing that thing where he does that big brain move, yeah. He's gonna win out, yeah. Then they boxed man. They put him on hard. I was like, his race is dusted. Like it's done. Cause like Lewis Hamilton is Lewis Hamilton. Like don't come, never compare people to Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, the guy's the goat for a reason. 
So when he was matching Max on the hards, yeah, I was like, that's just Lewis Hamilton doing Lewis Hamilton things, yeah. That's not how normal racing works. So I'm like, you need to go long. Okay, Max is catching George a second a lap. But he's looking after his tyres. He can back up Max for like at least... If Max catches him at the wrong time, he backs up Max and makes Max lose time. Lewis gets a bit closer before, you know, Max gets to drive off again. But it's like, you got to try something. Them doing that half-half, not committing to a strategy, just messed George's race up. It blocked any chance of, you know, Max being under any stress or pressure. It just flopped everything. And these Mercedes guys need to work on being aggressive and being smart. And do you know what? One thing there was that somebody was saying last year week. So obviously they had the whole tyre situation with Hamilton going on hards and Leclerc and Max being on softs and stuff like that. And then everybody was like, oh, but uh, Mercedes didn't have any mediums. And then in this race, oh, people are like, oh, Mercedes didn't really have any like fresh softs or anything like that. Is this like decision making not being made like in practice sessions? Can you just not use those tyres and have some tyres for the race, please? Instead of just you having that excuse to say, oh, no, we don't have the tyres, guys. We can't really do that strategy. Can you leave your options open when it comes to race day instead of using them in practice sessions? Were they the first team to go into hards, by the way, Mercedes? Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton was the first. No, no, Latifi was, Latifi. I think. Latifi was, and then Hamilton was one of the early ones. And then a couple teams copied on the hards, and their races went to shit. So you saw Orlando Norris, he went on hards, went to shit. Like, I think it that's was, really, it was that's not a good really... idea. They, these men are following that Pirelli diagram, isn't it? No, like, but at the end of they, the day, they, like, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They had no Crofty, idea. Had no Crofty's not the orator of knowledge. If Crofty is saying at lap 10, yo, them hards are dead, they're slow, you know. Crofty's telling us this, but so, people's thinking, yeah, let's, let's put hearts on. So, so, so I'm struggling S- to get my head around is if they switch the strategy, uh, it, okay, they all right, they, they didn't switch the strategy at the start. Could they have? switch the strategy at the first round of pit stops. So could Lewis have gone on to softs as opposed to hards at the first round of pit stops? No, no, no. Could he, he have gone medium, go soft, medium? He could have done... If they, if they felt like... This is what I'm saying. Like This is why... Or even medium, soft. He could have stretched is, the medium out. This, yeah. this is where their decision-making becomes a bit frazzled because clearly you put them on hards and then you've realised, oh, okay, these tyres are slow. This is a bad mistake now. You could have just done eked out a little bit more and then put softs on to try to rectify that mistake or make that situation a little bit better. Obviously, you're going to lose time at a pit stop, but you'll gain that in putting not a soft on. And then, you don't double down by putting Russell on hards. You've seen Lewis out here on hards, and it's not looking good. Mm-hmm. But then you said, okay, let's do the same thing for Russell. Instead of just saying, Russell, stay out, we're going to put you on softs later. You know, it was only after 34 laps. I'm checking the data now. Only after 34 laps did the hard become a quicker tyre than the medium. 34. What's the point? That's mental. Well, and and this is another thing I noticed this year. Yeah, like obviously last year we had a lot of tire blowouts and tire failures, etc. I can't remember of that many off the top of my head happening this year. And a lot of the times when the team switched to a hard tire, I'm coming back to Ferrari here in Hungary, it's just so difficult to switch on. Um, mm. so I just yeah, I just I just I just don't know why Mercedes the second way. The second uh, Mercedes um, saw on the on the grid that Red Bull on the softs, their mind should have switched to saying, "Okay, the strategy's medium soft. 
no matter what the iteration of it is, whatever the order it is, the strategy is medium soft. Because that's what Red Bull are about to do. They're about to do soft medium. So you need to do the opposite. You need to do medium softs. And Hard should have come in the equation. And it's, it's mad because the soft was holding up as well. Soft was 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 holding its own for a good few laps. And you know what? Max was still close to... Uh, sorry, Lewis was still close to Max, yeah. <clears throat> Real close to Max for the first 10 to 12 laps. I think if Mercedes did medium soft, though, they still lose that race because... Um, Let's face it, the Red Bull would have pitted again and would have gone on to probably what a fresh set of mediums and they would have caught they would have caught him at whatever Merck was in front, I think. I don't because really Red think Bull they win that race. Because huh? mm-hmm. Red Bull know how to react to situations. When somebody does another do. thing, then they know what to do. Exactly. This is like man's man's doing like it's uh like he's tanking for draft picks, Mercedes strategy. They're like, yeah, just trust the process, man. We'll we stick to the plan that we had from previous. We're not gonna take advantage of any situation that comes to us. Which is a nightmare. That that's not how it should be at the end of the day. You should need to be adaptable, need to be actually reading and seeing what's going on in the race and look at other people's tire data as well. Because I don't <laughs> think that's happening. Well. Shouts to Kule Street set, have it have it that Mercedes are still waiting for Red Bull mediums to fall. Yeah, they're still waiting. They're still waiting. How many laps did um, Max Verstappen do in the mediums? He did 30 50. plus. 35 plus. He done a madness. How much? He done, He must have done 37 laps. I feel, I feel like it's 50, bro. <laughs> 50, you know. No, I definitely did. Let me, let me actually just check this out. It's 40s. It, it, yeah, it it's nearly in the 40s. Yeah, 40s. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think we've got uh, Anik frozen on the screen unless he's meditating right now. He is. <laughs> he's frozen. <laughs> Just before I was going to ask you a question. Uh, uh, and he's out. He's out. Guys, he's going to come back. Don't let him... We're not going to let him run away because we're about to speak about something right now. Actually, do you know what? I'll speak to the other Ferrari resident, Chris. Yeah. Ferrari fall off. We've noticed something this weekend. We noticed that Ferrari are no longer in contention for any types of poles or wins at this weekend. They looked slow all throughout practice. They looked slow in quality to the point where Leclerc got outqualified by Valtteri Bottas, which is uh, quite strange. Actually, Chris, t- wait a minute. Let me let me talk to Anik first because Anik's been talking crazy. There. You're you are you are a uh, reasonable Ferrari fan. Uh, Anik, Ferrari. What? What's up? Yeah, yeah. You, you look stressed. Why do you look stressed? I thought it was Essa Ferrari. Um, this is our year. France in the We're gonna horse. have fun. We're gonna have fun this we're year. We're gonna, yeah. Bono, Bono <laughs> said we're gonna have fun, and that was every last year. Nobody's having fun. Nobody's having fun right now. Um, looked slow in practice all weekend. Uh, qualifying, uh, I think Sainz was um, six, I think, or fifth. And then Leclerc seventh, uh, outqualified by Valtteri Bottas, customer team. Quite worrying there. And uh, in the race, absolutely nowhere in comparison to the Mercedes team that you said that have fallen off. Um, what's happened with Ferrari, uh, Anik? Why are you uh, one minute down in a race when you was winning yeah, race about that. 30 seconds in Australia? <laughs> I'll be honest with you, we, we got the setup completely wrong this weekend. Um I can't quite put my finger on it, whether we had a DRS problem, an engine problem, or just completely ruined the aero setup, but it wasn't a good weekend at all for Ferrari. 
Um, and the worrying thing is, not even in one session did we look quick. Um, usually, one weekend, at least one session minimum, we're quick to give me a little bit of confidence. But man, this weekend was was a shocker. If anything could, you know, if if I could have changed one thing or asked for something better, maybe a bit more aggression going into the first lap, if we could maybe have got ourselves ahead of the Mercedes or ahead of Red Bull, it might have been a different story because we saw the same old thing with Mexico. The field completely spread out. Um, I personally think, the f- and, and the reason why I say that is because I personally think that the gaps we saw was not a true reflection of the pace. Like Leclerc is not, how many seconds was he behind science? Five seconds behind science. That's not normal. That's not normal for him to be that, that far behind science. And wasn't it? it was are, you sure? are you sure about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure about that. Very, very sure. Um, you, how you, far was he behind? What, what, he was uh, 10 seconds behind him. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's so hard. Like, it, this this altitude, the air, it's not good. You, you can't get why is that? Why does the altitude only affect... No, no, wait, wait, wait. Why does the altitude only affect Leclerc and not Sainz? Can, because, because you said that it only affected Leclerc. To explain to me yeah, why that's the case. because yeah, you're putting more pressure on the engine to cut through the air. And there's only so much pressure Leclerc can put through the engine. You know, as it is, he as it is, he, he binned it in P2, uh, FP2, which which wasn't good. Which is so a normal he, day in the office. It's not really a normal day in the office. No, it's not. It's not. This is a driver who's. who's I've got uh, for guys, guys. I'm gonna put on to, uh, the know. thread that I've got going on. I've got a long thread of Leclerc mistakes just this year alone. <laughs> Alex, you have to remind me the video. How can I be homophobic? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we know about that video. We know no, about that video. Okay, but look, he, you know, that, that I honestly think that I don't think that was a true reflection. I mean, they're saying you're capping in, in the audience here. Nah, there's no cap whatsoever. Trust me, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, give a, another chance to... Annick, uh, I looked at the telemetry. Annick, I looked at the telemetry between uh, Sands yeah. and um, Leclerc. Yeah, he, um, he, he was. I, I, Leclerc, I, I Leclerc was faster. Well. Leclerc was faster on the streets. Is that a sign of uh, someone's engine being down on the other guy? Well, it was, it was just a poor, poor weekend. <laughs> it was just... It's getting nuts. It's getting scary, man. He got cooked. Wait, we checked the data over here. Sam just packed it. Sorry. Well, one race, that's fine. Bravo. The whole season, the Leclerc's had him on string. So it's all right. You can have Mexico. Because you know what? You know what's really bad? I promise you, if Leclerc was P5, he would have been much closer to the back of George Russell. I don't think so. I promise you. I think it's over. Actually, we've got... No, wait. I think it's over for the season. I think... It's P three now. It's P three. And let me let me come to you, Chris. Chris, is what would you P3? mean P three? We're going to get P two in the construction. No way. We're getting P two no. in the construction. Is it in jeopardy, Chris? Is it in jeopardy? Is it forty points right now? Depends on Brazil. If Carlos Sainz, if, if these men do any mistakes, it's over. But um, it depends on Brazil. Uh, one thing I'll say about this race is. Those Ferrari engines have asthma, bro. They were they were not breathing any air in Mexico. They could not breathe. But no All one could of breathe. the Ferrari Fancy teams were poor. Apart Fancy from Alfa Romeo, because they have that high up problems. in the clouds. Why, why would you want to race there anyway? It's it's a boring race. Like it's didn't, not even. Didn't a um, you lot win a race in Austria and it's high up in the clouds? 
bro, we dunked on it's Red the, Bull at the it's home. The, it's the third bro, that's a heritage track. Bro, that's a heritage track. They only put Mexico on the calendar for, for Checo Perez, who himself stunk it up. Like, no one even likes the Mexican Grand Prix. No one even likes that Grand Prix. So that yeah. like, do, you, you know what you're doing right now? No, 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 wait, wait, You know them man that, you know them man where they try to draw a girl and then the girl rejects them and they say, I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> man's like, you're ugly anyway. like Mexico anyway. We're going to win there anyway. Get this off the calendar, you get me? That's what you're doing right now. You forgot one thing, yeah. You know how they won in Austria, yeah. Science's engine blew up. K Mag's engine went was dusted. But if those engines weren't breathing, they were blowing up. So this time, they, our engines were blowing up. Let's turn. It, they're like, we don't have pace. We will turn everything down and strip all the downforce off. Which is why Leclerc was crashing it on Friday, and every every like five laps, they were skidding around that one chicane. Like it was atrocious from them. Street saying Ferrari are tanking for wind tunnel time. Don't bro, worry, next year, man. Victor Wembe and Yama, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you say the NBA, you can't tank. At the end of the day, yeah, like, what's the second highest altitude track? Brazil. There's two Is more it? races left. This is scary hours, man. They just need to put a new engine well, well, hold in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, 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 what do you mean scary hours? We're, we're coming up against, you know, an illegal car here. We actually, we've actually won races against an illegal car. I know. Like, I'm saying, bro, Anik, the Ferrari. You scary hours. You know, it's not scary hours. No, 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 you know no, what? No, it's you scary know hours. Scary it's scary hours. The fact that the only team to have won in a legal car this year is Ferrari. So just wait till we see what we got next year. Just but wait. You, you, mean, you, you mean haven't won a race. You haven't won a race since the TD. You mean the legal car when Technical Directive 39 came out is now suddenly this one of the slowest cars. Nah, that same legal car. Nah. That, uh? The TD didn't affect us. The TD it, it didn't. didn't. Affect us. It did, brother. So why haven't you? Why haven't you won since? Um, since it, it came out, then we got close to racing. We're just <laughs> not. We're just not as fast as Red Bull. We're just not as far as as fast. Okay, as so Mercedes have probably they're... finished ahead of you more times since that since that technical directive has come out. So, what's your answer to this? That technical directive, Toto Wolf directed that a Ferrari. A Ferrari yeah, been the he, same since. And the one person who it benefited is most. Is actual most I hate this guy so much. <laughs> Listen, the one person that affected was Max Verstappen, yeah. Okay, so let me just get this clear, yeah? Let me get this absolutely straight. If you, you're claiming these race wins, so obviously Leclerc has three race wins, Sainz has one race win, and you're celebrating those wins. Yes, two. And obviously Mercedes... Sainz has one. Sainz has one. Okay. So, yeah, if we talk about the situations of the points gap now, forty points, Mercedes have gone through all their struggles. They were they were finishing races outside of the points. They were just like awful in the beginning of the season, and they go come out of this season finishing second place without winning a race and beating a team that's won four races. I think that's probably the one of the most disgraceful things that ever happened in Formula One in terms of performances. Well, I'm, you know what I find this. You know what I find disgraceful. I find disgraceful a team that has led so many races that has not been able to convert that into a win. Mercedes have re- have led so many races this year, not been able to convert it. They've been on the podium P two and P three so many times without getting on the top step. That for me is probably worse. No, do you know what's worse? Do you know what's worse? Being in Tell multiple me. title races in the last fifteen years and losing every single one of them. I think that's what? worse. Multiple? No, we've only been in a few title races and. Multiple. Lewis Hamilton, the ghost came through. Multiple. Let's go through them. No, no, no. Let's go through them. 2019. Uh, okay. What, what? 
2019, cooked. 2018, cooked. 2017, cooked. All those years, Lewis went into... 2012, loss. 2010, loss. I I could keep going. We could keep going. Listen, 2012 was on Alonso. Imagine bottling a 40-point lead with like five races to go. We've got uh, we've got eight, we've got we've got a team. You're you're trying to banter a team. Look, I'm not I'm not a Mercedes fan. I look, that's not my team. I don't like them. You get me? But you're trying to attack a team that has won eight on the trot. Yeah. And, and you're they've gone from eight on race the trot. wins. And they've gone from eight on a trot to not over championships one this year. They've not won one this year. So what? They, and and yet and yet and yet and yet if they've got this this you know this clout this race winning clout how comes they can't convert it? How comes they're getting P two and P three? How, how comes they're leading races and not ending up? It happens to the best. How many points? Uh, what did you guys bus. tell me? What was the point? What was the what, what was the lead that Charles had at the beginning of the season? Bro, it was barely thirteen percent of the of the season gone. Barely thirteen percent. And you was running and you was running around like pack in Vegas in ninety six. And now you're shot wow. on the floor. It's over. Assassinated. 50-point lead, you know. Even, probably even more than that. This is not good. This ain't looking good, bro. And we'll you know what? We've got, we got, got, we'll be back next year. We'll, we'll be back next year, hype, man. That's VVD hype, man. I ain't trying to hear all this. We've got a question for you. Uh, listeners' questions. Shout out to everybody that had sent in listeners' questions. Everybody, um, I think this question pertains to Ferrari. So, shout out to at David SB4 underscore. Who's winning the midfield battle next year between Ferrari, McLaren, and Alpine? And- that is a crazy question. Ferrari, uh, Ferrari will be up there, business end. They'll be P2 or P1 next year, easy. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to entertain that question. We're no way. We're no way. Bookmark this. We are no way going to be a midfield team next year. We, that's impossible. Under these new regs, we're the only team that's got race wins. All it's going to do is just improve us next year. Reduce wind tunnel time for Red Bull. We'll address our mistakes. We'll sit down. We'll regroup, and we'll come back stronger in 2023. We know what we have to do. You know, Rome wasn't built in the days. You know, it's a work in progress. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. No way a midfield team though. That's actually insulting. You know, this is a that's, team. That's from a Ferrari fan, yeah, because Ferrari fans are acknowledging that it's over. The gap. How could you have a, a gap like this in time, bro? We won the most championships. We we know about this. You know, it's in our DNA to win championships. I like, know you was back. alive during those championships in the seventies, but them days are the old days. It's over. It's over, brother. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Marks, I got a question for you. Is, is there any space on? Uh... Team Mercedes AMG. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm not on that team, bro. Is it, I don't know. Chris, Mahad, do you know if there's any spaces going on? Hey, Chris is a Ferrari fan. <laughs> what, what I, I don't know, for? man. I know, I know, hey, we're, I know. there's no Mercedes fans on this pod right now. The only reason why I look at Mercedes is because of their drivers. If it wasn't for their drivers, I'd be wishing pain on that team like their Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So why are you guys not backing what I'm saying? You're always attacking me like, oh, this, that, this, Why would I back the enemy? Listen, it's not, this isn't an enemy of the enemies, my friend. Are any of us even allowed in Maranello? What the hell are you on about? Are we allowed on the premises? And especially, they've got a poster of you behind the bloody team. A security. You're not allowed in there. Bad PR. To be fair, that Anik curse has been real bad. I might have to tone it down next year. 
If we get P1, P2 in Bahrain, that's it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to keep... You know what's funny? The only thing it hasn't affected is Lewis getting a win this season. That is it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing it hasn't affected. So I don't know what type of Georgia that man bang out Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) This is ridiculous. Alex has worked with everything but this. Alex curse is crazy. He's got... He's got Darwin Nunes looking like Prime Heskey, man. You dusted him, man. Bloody hell. Um, uh, Chris, real Ferrari fan. Um, what's your thoughts on the situation in the future, actually? So your thoughts on this season and what's happening next season? I know you had big Bonotto stock. Well, obviously, I had to drop the Bonotto stock for political reasons. We won't get into into it, but he's a bozo for that, that comment. But um, they had all of the process in building a car correct. And uh, obviously, the technical directives messed them up. So it's like you you go again. But yeah, it's like if they're collecting it and they know what's wrong, then I have no problems with them. And then it's about for me, it's more about the race decisions. They've not been bozo in races recently. They've just not been fast. But they've not done anything where you sit there and go, "What the hell are Ferrari doing?" So it's a bit better. It's like five percent better. But the car's like fifty percent worse, so it is what it is. We'll see you next year. What car they call? We'll see you next year. It's a it's a bit of a coin flip right now uh, where they're gonna be, but it's looking like scary hours for Ferrari. And if they drop that, hey, listen, they're not in P two at the end of that season. Anik, we're gonna have words, man. We've got a special pod for the last uh, race of the season, guys. So look forward to that. But and Anik will be there, right? Collecting my W. Trust me. We'll okay, say no more, say no more. Um, we'll go to the, the next question. I know someone's just put a comment in there. We we're going to actually talk about this. Um, Red Bull's been beefing Ted Kravitz this weekend, which is a bit strange because Mad. Ted Kravitz is just... Kanye, bruv. <sighs> Ted Kravitz can say what he wants. You get me? He ain't got an idea. He ain't got an You can do what he wants. <laughs> you get me? And that, I think that should be the... Listen, that should be the title. Ted Kravitz can do what he wants. Because mm. he, he's an OG in this thing. It's 1997 he's been on this thing, you know. Doing the same thing, saying what the hell he wants. So oh, for people that know... Won them, bruv. I think he was. <laughs> Not 1997. I forget about it. Anyways, uh, for those who don't know, um, Max Verstappen has accused Sky Sports and their pit lane reporter Ted Kravitz of disrespect of the Red Bull of boycott the broadcaster for this weekend. So it all stemmed from uh, what Ted Kravitz has been saying. He's been said it quite a lot. I'm an avid watcher of Ted Kravitz's notebook. That's high quality television right there. Watch it every every race weekend. And he has mentioned a couple times of how Lewis Hamilton was robbed uh, of his title last year, which we all agree uh, on here. I don't think another, any of us would disagree. And uh, Max Verstappen's just you, had it. Do you agree? Who, me? Anik, do you agree? Bro, of course I've agreed, bro. I was the Anik one was shedding tears in spaces. Bro, <laughs> I was the one say, bro, I was shouting the loudest. I was shouting the loudest. For my GOAT. For my number one driver, I was shouting the loudest. Yeah, Anik was doing the craziest PR for Lewis Hamilton. But anyways, um, Ted Kravitz has been mentioning it quite a lot, how uh, Lewis Hamilton was robbed. And Max Stepan and Red Bull have had enough of it. They're like, guys, can you just stop talking about it, please? It's been nearly a year. Can you stop bringing this up? You're supposed to be 
Sky, you're supposed to be unbiased and so on, but they forget that this is Ted Gravis and this is TV show and he's his own producer and he can do what the hell he wants. It's not like he's doing it on a, on a Sky live broadcast. He's doing his own thing on his own TV show. He can say what the hell he wants. Um, I think this is all stemmed from uh, Red Bull and their kind of like penalty that they got on Friday. They got, uh, I think it was, was it $7 million fine and uh, a reduction in wind tunnel time. Firstly, we'll talk about that, the reduction of wind tunnel time and the fine. Anik, do you feel like it was a sufficient punishment for the for the cheating? I think they went one point something over uh, mm. in terms of um, last year. So what, what, what percent? So, <sighs> They've got a, a, a 10%, 10% reduction. Yeah, 10% reduction. Obviously, they have the um, lowest wind tunnel time because they're the winners. But they're going to get even more reduced. I think... Honestly, I, I don't think he's a good to get rid of wind tunnels, you know. Well, you don't need them, let's be honest. He so wants to get rid of wind tunnels. So they... we, said, yeah. we said that, though, didn't we? So so I, I said this last year that he true. bloody drew, he drew the car on the back of a fag packet. He didn't need a wind tunnel time. <laughs> he doesn't need any of this. He's running me so much. I'm sorry. This, how are you letting him into the discussions to this to tell you the minimum amount of wind tunnel time he needs? It's just crazy. It's just crazy. And I think this all comes back to, like, the fact that, you know, we're talking about a sport that's such fine margins. You know, you can put a millimetre this way, that way on your front wing. You know, we're, we're dealing with licks of paint on, on the car to reduce weight. We're talking about thousands of a second. And for them to go over, what, 5%? They went over by 5%, right? No, well, or something. It was, um, like, one... Just under one percent or something like that. One percent. Yeah. I I don't believe that by the way because I read another report that it was it was pretty much. They went over by one point eight million, which, which is, is just over one percent basically. But just I'm, over one percent because the budget cap's one forty, right? Okay, yeah. but I'm sure I'm sure it was first quoted at like seven and a half million or something. No, that they said that's um, that's the upper that's limit five percent. That's the upper limit of the five percent. So they went over by one point okay. eight, and then. They had some magical tax credit they were meant to get, and which was going to give them back one point three million. Well, they still went four hundred grand over without that tax. But credit. I don't believe tax credit should count to that anyway, because you spent that money at the end of the day. Don't mind if you're getting it back. You spent that money. What do what do, what do they mean by tax credit anyway? What are they claiming for every Red Bull employee children or something? They're to claiming for work from home doing? expenses, bruv. What is uh, Red Bull claiming universal credit? What's going on here? I don't understand what this rebate is that they're getting or whatever credits they're getting. But um, yeah, it's, they still went over. I still think, even if it's if you take that away and it's 400 grand over, Anik, they've gone over. Mars has gone over. I think Anik, you froze a little bit. They still went 400 grand over, even if you take them excuses out of the way. Yes, yes. Sorry about that. My fucking connection cut out. Um. Look, regardless, the point I'm trying to make is even if you, if you even if you go over in a sport that is defined by such fine margins, <clears throat> it is a massive, massive breach. And I personally don't think it's enough. But you're not gonna you're not gonna dock on points. You're not gonna you're not gonna re- revoke championships. They're not gonna do that in no way, shape, or form. Red Bull, since the start of the year, have been trying to make themselves look good in the in the media and the public. You know, they used to come on at the start of the season, like, oh, we actually enjoy the fight with Ferrari. It's non-toxic and all this fucking bullshit. 
Yet, when it came out that they were cheating with the flaws, they all of a sudden got all tight about that because they want to kind of protect their image and say, oh, no, we're actually really good over here at Red Bull. And then when this thing came out about the cost cap, again, they were trying so hard to protect their name. And I think it's more so about trying to protect the Red Bull yeah. name more than anything. And that's yeah. why I think they're just so pissed off. And that actually leads into what the Ted Kravitz thing about, oh, eight-time world champion and being robbed. I think they're just now just trying to constantly protect their name. And they thought that the start of the year was a perfect opportunity to do so. Max was running away with it. You know, they were genuinely a fast team. And people were like, actually, you know what? Red Bull, that's a, that's, that's a good outfit there. They've got a good driver. They've got a good CTO. The team principal's not talking toxic no more. And the car is quick. Now, all of a sudden, with the floor, with the cost cap, and now refusing to speak to the media, it's not looking too good for them. It's looking scary. And then, obviously, with this Ted Kravitz stuff as well, um, obviously, I think even when I was watching it, I think Ted Kravitz was just... The one, the recent one from the USGP, his Ted Notebook from there, I think he was just basically describing a script yeah. of what an F1 movie would be like based on last year. And then, obviously, he's mentioned that the whole dodgy situation of where Lewis Hamilton's been robbed. So he's given an analogy at the end of the day. And they've just basically had it. And uh, Max Verstappen, what did he, what did he say? Someone just reminded me as well. That corpse, what? that corpse, yeah, that walking zombie was involved as well. Bernie. Like, what right. are we still wow. doing wait, keeping wait. this man involved in this sport? Can he just... Oh, I can't say what I want to say. Don't say what you want to... Please, please, we're live. We're live. Please, Moss, we're live. Please, please, Moss. I'm begging you. Don't talk about Bernie. Put it this way. Put it this way. If Bernie was still around, we'd be, we'd have gone to Russia and Mazepin would still be on the grid. Mm-hmm. He would have just been like, I don't see that. He said, what war? But he's he like, I'll back war? the war, bruv. <laughs> you back the war? All right, enough with Bernie. I swear to God, we're not, I'm not getting cancelled. Um, mm, Verstappen yeah. basically said... Um, it had nothing to do with this weekend, but this year it has been a constant kind of digging and it's being disrespectful, especially from one particular person. At one point, it's enough and I don't accept it. Um, a question for you, Chris. Um, does Max Verstappen have to hold that? Yeah. He has to put it this way. The thing is, he wasn't even mugging Verstappen. He was talking about the FIA and the FIA messing up. It was even, a, it's not about Max. It's about the FIA. It's about the people who make the rules, not enforcing the rules and not doing things properly. And we're seeing it again with this whole negotiation of the um, of the punishment. Like, if next year, Red Bull win the championship, the punishment means nothing. It means nothing. It means Red Bull paid an extra £7 million to get through on the bounce. You know, wait, can I just say, you know the difference between finishing in certain positions, yeah? Obviously, it's a 5% difference in wind tunnel time and $20 million in prize money. So, essentially, Red Bull haven't even got half of that. All right, yeah, they got mm-hmm. the 7% reduction in wind tunnel time, but a £7 million fine, that's nothing. It's, that's nothing. They basically it got like 10 one times of what they've done. It should be at least $20 yeah. million. Well, no, 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 to be fair, look, when they I should have to give up the prize money when for I, what they when, have. When I... When they got a seven million fine, right? Seven million dollars fine, yeah. yeah. Why are you finding an energy drink company seven million dollar fine, a seven million dollar fine when they make billions? 
How does that affect him? It didn't even come out of their cost cap, you know, for next year. It's just a random exactly. fight. They'll find it at the back of the sofa. It means nothing. It means if you gave Mercedes a seven million fight, it means nothing to them. If you gave Ferrari a seven million fight, it means nothing to them. They, these teams are not has. They're not going under if you give them a seven million fight. It means absolutely nothing. So that financial fine is just FIA saying, let me collect some bread. And then they'll do it. they funding, yeah, the people who are going to check the cost cap for next season, bruv. Oh, yeah, they said they don't have staff. They said they don't have staff to check the cost cap. I'm like, why why enforce the cost cap if you ain't got staff to do it? And to top it all off, Helmut Marco comes out and says, yeah, it's the fine is is harsh, but we, we can still be competitive. How is that going to deter anybody from doing it in the future? It just does not make sense at all, man. Uh, the, like, the, the worst thing is... Well, you know what? It totally ain't got the balls to do it anyway, so it doesn't even matter. I don't know. Ferrari will do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, we won't. No. We Ferrari won't do that. Ferrari are honourable. Hey, come on. Even honorable. Chris very, very Chris honorable. is like, what the hell are you talking about? Listen, hold honorable. on. What? You're talking about 2019? Yeah, we, no, no. No, no, we're honourable. No, no. We, we, we didn't cheat in 2019. 2019. No, no, no. What, what will happen is, Ferrari will do it, then they'll go, look, yeah, we saw how you man treated um, Red Bull and the man there. Give us the same deal, yeah, or we're throwing the sport into, dis- into like, disrepute. Like, just, we'll, we'll blow everything up. Like, you know how we're going back to sports cars? We'll pull that plug on that, yeah? FIA, you're, you're <laughs> dusted, bruv. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? This is the equivalent of, like... If you, if let's say you parked illegally, yeah, and it said permit only, yeah, and you parked there and you was like, okay, I'm going to park here. And then you don't know what the fine is going to be. You have no idea what the fine is. And then you, you get the fine and the fine is one pound. Guess what? I'm parking illegally every single time. I don't care. <laughs> that course. fine is nothing to me. Of course. It means absolutely nothing to me. And that's what Mercedes, Ferrari and Red Bull are going to do now because the punishment oh, is not light. So this you can take it as a, you can add it to your uh, budget and say, oh, we're going to pay this much in fine. Next year, I, I want to just comment. Like, it's not about how much Red Bull went over. I don't think anyone really cares about the amount that they went over. It's the fact that they went over, and this is the first time you're enforcing rules. And after what happened last year in Abu Dhabi, everyone's everything's meant to be a clean state, and we're meant to be working by the by the book basically now. You. Whether you go over four hundred k or whether you go over ten million dollars, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter. It but you know what matter. it is, Mont. You have you know to. Is, do, yeah. You have to punish them accordingly, so that it's never. So it doesn't encourage people to do it again. And this punishment encourages teams like Ferrari, like Aston Martin in the future, like McLaren possibly to do it in the future. And that's all it is. It's not a deterrence so- at all. These teams have the money to pay seven million pound fines and take a reduction because if you win the championship, what is that? What does that mean? I won the championship; it was all worth it in the end. And all I have to do, like next the next season, it does. It's not really going to even affect you that much because at the end of the day, the next season is just a carryover. It's literally a carryover. It doesn't affect you. You you don't add. You're not adding anything else to it. You just added a few developments throughout the year. That is literally it. All right. Back to, back to, uh, take, take, back to Ted Kravitz as well. Uh, do you think uh, Red Bull are right to boycott this guy? Um, I'm going to come to you, Anik. Um, no. I don't think they're right at all. Like, just... 
like a common man. He's going to say what he's going to say. They obviously read half the shit that goes on social media. I don't, I, I, I honestly think that was just a poor move from Red Bull. Um, they could have just spoken to Sky. Like, what, what, he, what he said it, he's not even said it directly to them. It's not it's like he said it to, to Horner or to Verstappen or to Helmut Marco. He said it, you know, off, you know, away from them. Um, and then what, because of that, you know, they're going to, what, throw their toys out of the pram and boycott Sky. All of a sudden now, from, they're going to resume duty from Brazil. And, Ted Kravitz, I'm sorry, you even you mentioned it. Like, he's been dropping this the whole season. And honestly, when I saw it surface, I was like, what? Like, he's said stuff like this throughout the season. It's really not that deep. I honestly think it's a very childish move from Red Bull, and I think they're just throwing their toys out of the pram unnecessarily, and they've come back into line because all of a sudden they're going to resume media duty in Brazil. I think it's quite symbolic of what happened before, right? Like when Red Bull were winning, they get very defensive about how they're portrayed in the media. So it happened when they were winning with Vettel. And fair play, I'm not going to lie, the media was cooking Vettel the whole mm-hmm. lot. They were basically calling him a new merchant they were on him. And it was quite apparent that... I think these times it was like BBC coverage. So it was like, I think it was like Eddie, Eddie Jordan or one of those guys. They were quite open about not rating these men. And I was thinking, that's a bit biased. So I, 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 people, And I think what Sky's doing now ain't that bad compared to what was going it's on back not. then? Well, if they hire Paul the Rester, they'll be all right. If Paul the Rester's defending exactly. Max's corner. They're all right. They've got a bit Listen, of balance there. Who is that here saying, I want, Red, I want the best for Red Bull? Listen, he owes Red Bull but, a career. You get me? This, but, but so, I just don't on. get it. I just don't get it. Like, like even, even if Red Bull were getting cooked in 2013 by the media, I don't care. Like, they, they won. They no, want, and no, and I, I think that's what's the problem. Their reputation, their reputation is taking a massive hit. No, 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 no. But, no, they, no, but they're, they're trying their to protect their reputation. Their reputation, their reputation took a hit it's backfiring as well. Even when they had Vettel on that, they, they had. Yeah, like, I know, but I'm talking and about the in, thing is, it's the way they react compared to other teams because when other teams win, no matter if they're getting hated on in the media, because F1 hates a winner. I'll tell you that right now. F1 hate. If you're winning, they're gonna hate on you. Yeah. The fact that. They're the ones that can't take any sort of criticism. But if Ferrari's winning, nobody cares. If McLaren winning, McLaren don't care. If Mercedes are winning, no, they don't care if they're being criticised. Oh, you guys are... Of course. Oh, you guys are... Nobody cares. Do you, when it's do you think Ford, Mercedes care about that? To be debated, one thing I'll... I just don't get it. One thing I'll say is, yeah, that I rate Red Bull because it's not even Red Bull that made it. It was Max. Max said, I don't want to talk about these guys. I don't want to talk to these guys no more. And Red Bull said, you know what? If you're not talking to them, we're all not talking to them. That that is like you know we're back in our boy kind of thing. Yeah, very few teams or institutions will do that. Like, I, I, even though it's that it's crybaby stuff, but at least yeah, they're back in their drive and they're back in their boy and they're doing it to the hills. Like, there's no like, oh, you know what? Yeah, we bow to like basically they're bowing to their king in it. Like Max is their king, they're bowing and they're following orders. None of this faffing about and putting. People in difficult, but Max is putting Red Bull in more difficult situations than Red Bull have put Max in. So yeah. at least, at least Red, Red, Red Bull have put him in some difficult situations right yeah, now. Though. Red Bull's taking two titles for him. You get me? His stepdad is doing up racism. Yeah, his stepdad's moving mad. His stepdad's moving. And, 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 and his dad. <laughs> so 
Yeah, his dad accused him of being on PEDs. What the hell? Yeah, falling on PEDs. Don't kill me. He's on drugs. Hamilton's on drugs. That's what he was on. Oh, I was like, he, he thought, he thought Hamilton was Connor Ben, bro. What's going on here? Nah, nah, nah. He's doing something, bro. Honestly, it's 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 a bit of a farce. I think Ted Graphics is an institution. He's an F1 institution. He can say what he wants. And at the end of the day, he's holding up F1, Sky F1 right now. He's keeping them alive. And he's given Red Bull how much coverage? It's not like he... People are always like, oh my God. Like, we've got a comment here. They said, what? Sky F1 hasn't got an anti-max bias. He's got a bias against anyone that isn't a British driver. That's not really the case, is it? No. They got, they're just biased to anybody that's not winning. Because guess what? They have to sell the sport. Of course. So they have to highlight other drivers and other teams and so on. They never want to speak about a team that's actually winning consistently. And we're going to see that shift of Red Bull being that plucky underdog, getting one win here and there to say they're too dominant. And then where we want that rant. We even saw it now. The way Sky will celebrate if uh, Mercedes won just one race. They'll be running around like they're pack. They'll be getting so gassed because F Formula One, the narrative of the media, every single time is to support the underdog. Of course. They will never prop up the winner. I'll tell you this right now. And we're going to see that shift now in Sky F1. And Red Bull fans are going to hate it. And guess what I'm going to say? You're going to have to hold that. You're going to have to be... Listen, if my if, if McLaren were winning, if McLaren were in a Red Bull situation right now, nobody could chat to me. I don't care about cheating accusations. I don't care about media being biased. I don't care anyway. Nobody could chat to me. Guess what? We're winning races. But I feel like Red Bull fans don't know. The fact that McLaren will never be in that position with Danny Ricardo, so it doesn't You're matter. a Williams fan. You're a Williams <laughs> fan, Marks. I'm just saying. You're a Williams Ricardo. fan. Danny Ricardo. Oh, yeah. Everybody, I want everybody in this crowd Danny to Ricardo, know. Isn't it? He's a Williams fan and he's talking. No, I'm a BMW fan. That's why I am. I'll get her out of here, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, uh, one more last thing. One thing about Red Bull. Go on, Red Bull fans, yeah. If you're complaining about Sky, watch Ziggo Sports. They stay rank off Max over there. Yeah, just watch them. Like that's your coverage. <laughs> you get where with you like. So like, go over there. It's cool. You don't. You don't need to watch Sky. Go get that Ziggo stream. Ziggo. You can understand a couple words. They speak Dutch, but then they got British <laughs> words in there. You get me? Yeah, they'll swear some. They'll swear at you. It's fine. It's cool. Um, I, we, I, this is hard for me because we're gonna have to talk about my, uh, Fernando Alonso. <laughs> And I think I've got three of the biggest Fernando Alonso haters in the room right now. Oh, boy. And I feel a bit sick. I mean, I feel like I'm in danger. You know, like Ralph Wiggum on the back of the bus. I'm in danger. I'm in danger right now. Because I'm, I'm one of the only Alonso fans way. on the cast. Um, Fernando Alonso uh, had an eventful week this week, even prior to the race. Uh, I think he did an interview. I don't know who he did an interview with, but uh, basically... Discrediting uh, other people. Yeah. Oh, is it Dutch? Oh. Surprising. Uh, discrediting other people's type of championships and just trying to put more balance towards one and the other. Lewis Hamilton then decides to post on Twitter a picture of him uh, on the top step at McLaren and uh, Alonso second place and then him putting his arm on his ar- uh, hand on his arm. Uh, we were thumbs up and uh, Alonso's weekend went to shit from that post. Um, had a great start. Uh, jumped a couple of people and then was just behind Ferraris. Can we talk about that post quickly? Do you not kill me about it? Go on. It was just a thumbs up. That was it. <laughs> just a thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Do you know what Tiago does as well? Tiago, yeah? 
I can get Tiago Slander in on the pit stop pod. Don't worry about that. The, the the main thing, the main thing, yeah, about that post that made me cry, yeah, is um, why was it why why was it lacking pixels? There was no pixels. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton does not know how to you take a picture of Google. He's struggling. He that just said, and uh, that's how I know that he ain't got a social media manager that he does his own tweets. Because what's 100. going on there? Because that is low pixels. I don't know. Sorry. Somebody, somebody's tried to tell me that was d- deliberate to show how long ago it was, bro. There was high res <laughs> pictures back there. Stop that. Probably two thousand seven, not nineteen eighty six. What we're we talking about? You know what? <laughs> He's had that picture saved since two thousand and seven. Look at uh, Kwame came out with a good one liner. Um, you know what is mad? That was actually a heritage race as well. Yeah, you guys must remember that. That was a good race, Indianapolis. <sighs> Good, good race, remember 2007 was a very embarrassing year for me. Extremely embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but still, but still, oh, that man, race man. though, yeah, that yeah. race, that little we segment. Had good times. We had good times. Good, we had good times. Good. We had bad times. I had Rod Dennis shouting on the pit wall. We had uh, a lot of situations going on. Um, we had people holding each other up in the pit, on the pits. But Alonso, we had a court case going on. They were bare. Boy. We were, we're actually a disgrace. Um, back to Alonso. Alonso had a great start. Then. Um, was best of the rest, and then engine went wham, wham, wham. And his engine went wham, wham, wham in Singapore. So he looked visibly frustrated. Um, I think it's the way he drives his car. Instead of him um, to be blaming the team, who worked very, very hard to make sure that he has a fast car, he's out here driving it recklessly and doing something to it. That's obviously the reason why he's on going to be on his seventh engine from next week. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is the most shameless thing I've ever heard in my entire life. No, no, no. You know he's not that far off. I was on Baguette. Okay, you tell me, go on. I was on Baguette Twitter and they were talking about the fact that... Because why are you on Baguette Twitter? Hold on, hold on. Why are you on Baguette Twitter? You went into the Alpine hive. You're our resident Bro, French have you speaker to... reader. <laughs> have you gone to Baguette Twitter? Have you got there? Look, yeah, how do you think I keep up with all the Alpine news and all the secrets from Alpine, bruv? Yeah, yeah I've got my guys, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, I was on there and they were talking about how, you know how Ocon's like six foot and then Alonso's like five foot, whatever, like five yeah. foot, seven, yeah? They're talking about how when Ocon's six foot, yeah, he has to do engine management because his head, his helmet is blocking the engine aircon intake, yeah? So from <laughs> lap seven, he was doing engine management mode, yeah? Bruv, and Alonso's out here for racing, racing, bruv. Of course the asthmatic engine was going to blow up, bruv. <laughs> what know, is Alpine built? What are the words? I'm sorry, no one finishes with that many DNFs and faults, yeah? It's and Alpine, you're, And you're bro. out here blaming the team. He came out today, he's like, oh, it's always happening to number 14. Well, yeah, but, okay, bro, when you drive your car, okay, Mark, Mark, this is, No, no, no. If I'm, if why I'm did, driving, why did if Prost, driving down, why did driving down the A205, yeah, and I keep on driving it recklessly, and I have to keep on taking it to that garage every week, yeah? I'm like, can I turn around and blame Audi? No, I can't turn around and blame Audi. I have to go and look at the way I am driving the car. This is the most shameless. He's in a race. What are you talking about? He's in a race. He's supposed to drive fast. No, but Mahad some point as well. But Mahad, a very similar thing happened in Saudi as well. He was close to Ocon, and his engine blew up then as well. This guy just playing the pressing the nitro button. Could just, could just be overdriving no, it. I'm not. I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this at all. I'm sorry, guys. This is. We're not gonna go down. No, he don't. He drives his car recklessly. There's a re- why. Why did Alan Prost before the season started? He left because he said they're going down the wrong path. They're picking uh, power over reliability. 
Why? Okay. Why would he leave the whole organization? Okay, prior but to why is it, okay, but why is Lauren Ruff is a terrible human? Facing the same reliability issues. Hmm? You're silent yeah. like Anik when you're asking a Ferrari question now. Exactly. I, I'm not. Don't bring me into this. Okay. Hey, hey, don't bring me into this. I'm. I'm, I'm doing. Ocon's out here looking after the car. Like he's, he's he was on engine management from lap that, seven. Man, he's because he's doing engine because he's lanky as hell and he has to keep the engine cool, bro. Because he's with his helmet. And he's ahead. He's and he's and guess what? He's ahead in points as well. So. I could just imagine him moving his head on the straight. Ocon was ahead ten. Give me like this on halfway down the straight. Guys, I'm disgusted. I'm actually disgusted about this this narrative. We, how many times has he DNF this season of no fault? Six. Oh, seven now. Seven. Let's go. Let's go for it. Because I'm seven DNFs. I've, I've, that's insane. You know that's insane. You know that's insane. That's not more. Yeah, because he, as I said, because he's driving a car recklessly. Yeah, but not all oh, of them. So car just blowing up, bro. Okay, no, no. Let's oh. go for it. There's a, somebody. Somebody put a thing out. Yeah, uh, let's go for it. Engine problem, Bahrain. Engine problem, uh, DNF Saudi. Hydraulic failure in, in quali in Australia. Hit by Schumacher in Imola. Great job, uh, mate. A, <laughs> <laughs> a first lap, you know, he got hit by a Shumi. Uh, uh, Miami, we're not even going to... That's not an excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Good. Good. I'm not even going yeah. to defend him on that. Uh, fourth engine in Spain. Uh, had traffic in his quali lap. Engine problems in Canada. Why, man, why are people blaming traffic on quali laps? I don't know, I don't know. But en- Canada, he had engine problem. Yeah, no, no. Had- it was cool when Ocon was giving the DRS, bro. Then he started he molding. Then Ocon bro, left He had him. no electrical and power, bro. Electric, like a formation lap, bro. He had no electrical he power from like... Yeah, but he got no electrical power from like lap 20. He was That's managing the whole, the whole race. No, what do you mean he has hold the whole time? This is not his fault. You have hold to on, hold on. Hold on. When did he start P2? That was Canada. Uh, Canada. And then he had an electric issue, electrical issue on lap 20. And that was just managing. And then ended up all the way where he was. You got what I'm saying? Yeah, he should have managed his car sooner. Then maybe he would have the electrical issue. Aust- Austria, when he was at the sprint race, what, the, what happened to his car? Died on the grid. <laughs> Before the race even started, just died on the grid. This is this is shambolic stuff. This, this is unheard of stuff. Yeah? Uh, uh, Belgium got hit by Hamilton. Car, car dusted. Uh, engine That's problem. <laughs> engine problem in Milan. Engine problem Singapore. Uh, take six en- engine uh, in USA. Gets hit by a stroll. Car dusted. Drove the whole race back. They tried to slap penalty in his head. Then engine problem again. <clears throat> what is this? Oh, that was the worst, bro. When, when I got the message, we got the message in the WhatsApp group at like six in the morning saying Alonso got his points back. Oh, he needed that. Human. Why are you guys fuming at justice? This is real life. This is what should happen. Yeah, because my tweet is like milk. Yeah, because <laughs> that you was have a good tweet. That. To be fair, it, no, it wasn't a good tweet. No, no, Chris tweet is a good tweet. By the way, what are you talking yeah. about? I tweeted the Carlos Science tweet here, where he, where he got packed by Leclerc in Spain, bro. That tweet banged. All right, all right. Oh, with the helmet, yeah, that was a good. You got some yeah, no, or the tire, with the tire. Yeah, with the time. No, look, look. We've got Kwame in the thing saying, sub me and gaffer. You ain't going to help me, bro. No, Pedri. I'm on my Pedri, You're, injured, <laughs> you ain't gonna you're help injured, me, bro. Pedri. You're injured, bro. Rest. You're injured, rest. bro. Come on, man. you got you to allow it, man. You've, you've been hey, put, working about overtime, DNF, man. Yeah. This guy, come on. Come on. Listen, Alonso's giving hard done by when When Aston Martin made that rocket ship, guys, scary hours for all of you. But not strong retiring, bro. He's on a streak, bro. Listen, the only person Mark to survive Stroll, is Perez. 
he might be he might be my second favorite driver on the grid. Stop that. Where did that come from? Bro, I'm actually taking uh, bro, I'm actually taking a liking to him. Yeah. I'm actually Why are you like mad all of a sudden like Lance Stroll? Because he's funny, bro. He's, he's actually funny. He's entertainment. If you're talking 100%. about this sport being entertainment, he's your guy, bro. He's didn't your guy. He make the first pit stop? Apart from he his radio and Saudi, that was actually scary. What was his radio in Saudi? When he's like, I'm a die. He was like, Yeah, like I'm gonna die. Yo, this guy is crazy. He's got the best radios ever. He's got the best radios ever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully he still beats Ocon. I don't think, I think it's unlikely this season now that he's going to beat Ocon in points. Uh, he's going to lose to a teammate, I think, head-to-head for the first time, right? Is that it? I think it's the first time? Scary. Second time. What, what does this mean? What does this comment mean, guys? <laughs> <laughs> If you, if for listeners, yeah, somebody's just said I'm moving like Bakayoko away at Watford in 1780. Bro, I'm yeah, I got some stuff immediately. No, 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 stop that, stop that, stop that. I'm not having a disaster class. That was a terrible performance, bro. But yeah, uh, Alonso, um, better luck next time, guys. It's fine, man. We'll be back next week. We'll be back in Brazil. He's gonna put on a masterclass as always. What, back in the um, DNFs. No, not back in the DNF. Stop that shit, man. We gotta stab that shit, man. Um, talking about um drivers of the day now. Uh, it was an uneventful race, guys. So we're just gonna go straight to drivers of the day and then get on to your listeners' questions, guys. So uh Anik, who was your driver of the day? Uh Danny Rick. Danny Rick. Danny Rick, the person that punted yeah. Yuki Sonoda off. Yes, first of all, for that. Second of all, for, for, for that for that great drive on a soft man, it was nice to see a bit of overtakes, especially at this circuit. I'll be honest with you, bro. It was it was a bore fest, man. Seeing my boys almost a minute off, seeing the gap between first to fourth, and just no overtakes, man. It just pisses me off. But then, yeah, it was it was nice to see Danny Rick switch it up, get on the softs, a little bit of Yuki terrorism, and then pulled off some good overtakes on the Alpines. Yeah, Danny Rick for me. Danny Rick, um, Chris, who was your driver today? I dare you to say Mick Schumacher. I dare you. No, 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 no. no. We beat K Mag though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we left with Sutton. <clears throat> um, no, Albon. For, for finishing P12, where, where your teammates, like, I know apparently he had damage, whatever that means, but your teammates, like, 50 seconds behind the person who's second last, bruv. So. Latifi Albon. was so slow, man. I couldn't believe what I was seeing on the time screen. Bro, I was not having Mazepin again. Like, no, Mazepin was never that slow. It was. As the slow as that. Like, yeah, the was like, two seconds down. Down. I was like, oh my God. It's, we can't have this in F1 anymore, man. I'm sorry. Thank God. Thank goodness he's leaving. Um, so you got Albon. Uh, Marks, who's your driver today? Bert Mylander, whatever his name is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Have you just said this the safety car driver? He didn't even come out. But why did you get him? Why, why, did you why just, wait, wait, wait a second? Why have you just hated on the safety car driver? What's going on? I hate on him. I'm giving him driver of the day. Driver <laughs> of the day. Wait, wait, I got confused there. What the hell? Why? He didn't do anything. He didn't He's driving Aston Martin at high altitude. Tell us why. I don't know. This is that. Oh, I know boring. you want to just give it to Danny Rick, man. No, why would I do that? Give it to, give it to Max Verstappen. 
Hell no. Give it Ocon. Alonso didn't finish. So Give it to George Russell. No, because Ocon was rubbish <laughs> as well. No. no. Give it to Checo. No. I'll give it to Checo's dad. Checo's dad. We'll it was good Checo's to see dad. him back on the grid. He, he, he was out here, man. I know, I know Chris, for some reason, is putting hate tweets out on uh, Checo's dad. That's elite what? hating. You hate the driver and his dad. <laughs> bruv, you hate all Schumacher's, bruv. We're, the, we're one of the same. <laughs> Karina, I'm uh, we're on, we're on to you as well. On to all of you. Uh, next, uh, Latifi Award. Who's the who had the stinker this weekend, Anik? My boys, absolute stinker. I put my hands Both up. Both absolute stinker. Both whole team, everyone, whole team, everything in red. Shocking, absolutely shocking. They come out late, late and that. said that. Did you know they said they basically said they got the setup wrong? How do you get the setup wrong? What's practice for? Don't get it. It it it, it, it don't make no sense to me. Like to be a minute off, and the only the only takeaway I can get from this is the fact that it's Mexico, and always the cars get spread out. Regs, n- new regs, no new regs. The cars always get spread out of the circuit. So I'm expecting them to be closer to the business end of the grid next race. I'm just going to treat it as a one-off, but this was a one-off stinker from our boys. It's got to be addressed. Uh, hopefully, you can bounce back from that, guys. We will. Don't, but... don't worry. Uh, Chris, who, was your, who had a stinker this weekend? Who's got the Latifi award? Gasly, bro. What was that overtake on Stroll? Yeah, Ga- Gasly, come on, man. You know what I'm going to lie? I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah? I said this from a couple of pods ago, yeah? He's driving cool. sta- his driving standards this season are appalling. He's quiet quitting. He's quiet quitting, yeah? <laughs> In this economy, he's just pretending to be on Microsoft Teams working from home. He's like, oh, I'm working, working for that. Well, he has to drop the stinker in Brazil, yeah, and get the ban... In um, in Abu Dhabi because boy, if he tries to do that with Oc- against Oco next year, yeah, Tariq, you're getting cooked, bruv. You're getting cooked, bruv. The war, the war's already loading, bruv. Mm. Lord of mercy, Gasly had a howler, man. Absolutely, the fact that he didn't give the position back, even though he knew what he did was illegal. Yeah, that was bad. He's got to excuse to complain. What are you talking about? You committed terrorism on Lance. Lance is the terrorist. This, that was Al-Qaeda versus uh, Al-Shabaab. <laughs> that was a crazy stuff going on, bro. That was like terrorism versus terrorism. I don't know what was going on there. Um, Marks, who, who had the stinker today? <sighs> I think I'll give it to... Yeah, Danny Ricardo. Stop that, man. Come on. Let's be serious right now. Let's be give some good analysis. Man said Danny Ricardo. Danny Ricardo, come on. Let's be serious, bro. For what? Taking out Yuki Sonoda? You're one of your big, one of the biggest people that you hate. George Russell had a stinker and you're just ignoring him right there. Yeah, but I hate Danny Ricardo too. No, stop that. Danny Ricardo did jobs. Hey, George didn't have a stinker. Merck's strategy team had a stinker, bruv. George we're not, we're, 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 I know George had a stinker, man. Nah, he, he, <clears throat> he when he sure asked for check up, no, why, check is so far, why is he so far off the pace? I give it to Checo because okay, are you two seconds on behind um, Lewis on softs? You don't know. No, no, no. Actually, one thing, yeah, about um, George, yeah, where you say he's so far off the pace. George was like, what do you call it? Five, six seconds off Lewis Hamilton. Checo is like 
17, 18 seconds off Max Verstappen. What's going on? That's not far off the pace. You know, you, you know, on the topic of Checo, yeah, like I personally think he had a bad race as well, but I want to ask you guys something. Sorry, Mad, I want to take take your role as host for Excuse two me. minutes. Yeah, I can't help it. I can't help it. Mexico, like, what's actually good about this race? The stadium. Like, that's it. The that, F1 that's team. it, and, and Perez. And it got extended for another three and years. The theme, yeah, the, as Chris said, the F1 That's team. what I mean. And, and, and it, right, it got the extended Mexican for like F1 a few years. slaps. Yeah, no, that slapped. Come like, come like but... you know, Nando's bathroom music. I was doing cha-cha. <laughs> Bro, that was the only bit of excitement, literally. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good race, but uh, get me. I think there was a lot of overtakes compared to last year, though. Last year was a howler. Last year was just to watch your Max run off into the distance and Bottas. I just, I just, I just didn't like that field spread. Like Ferrari aside, I would have expected you would expect Checo to get closer. You would expect Checo to get closer <laughs> to Lewis on medium tires. It's. I just. I. I just don't. I, uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton, greatest driver of all time, man. You're asking still. too much of Checo, man. Why are you asking so much of Checo? <laughs> Hey, don't don't spin this, Mahad. You're good. I'm just, at it. No, I'm just like I'm you just, know every single what, time. Bro, every single time you're upholding into a standard uh, to to guys that are like seven time world champions. Look, what, one, 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 one thing: how come every time Checo drives a bit quicker, yeah, his tires get cooked. He's always saying, "I'm struggling with the tires." Whenever he drives at least a bit closer to Max's pace, what's up with that? Because Max Verstappen is better than Checo. Did you not know that? Yeah, this is where everybody's time. holding people are holding Checo to a Max Verstappen Lewis Hamilton level standard. Right. He's Checo. Blame members of the cast who said he would he would challenge him in the clubhouse days. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What all them man hold that. All them man hold that. Because I laughed when that, when you lot were saying that. And I'm a Checo fan and I laughed. I'm like, you lot yeah, don't shit. know Max Verstappen. And then how many race wins later? Oh yeah, congratulations, Max Verstappen. Fourteen wins this season alone. It don't count, bro. Like Mick said, yeah, we've added too many races. It don't count. <laughs> hey, that generational hate. Yeah, but what about what about uh, the percentages? Hey, listen, you know when you say the, um, there's too many races, it don't count. That puts Lewis in jeopardy. Don't do that. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Doesn't. For race no, wins, it, it does. To Max huh? Schumacher, definitely does. No, because Lewis racing at what the maximum was like 19 when he won. And when did he? When was he? When, where did he win the majority of his wins? How many races were there? Yeah, but it was about nineteen. It's only like last year when it went up to that like twenty. In it, twenty. 20 Max Schumacher was in race in seasons where there were sixteen races, bro. Yeah, and what? So what? An extra three. This we're, we're talking, talking about, about percentages here, man. We're talking about percentages yeah, you here, man. Look at a percentage race wins. Yeah, that's why percentages percentage are more important than actual wins itself. So Max Verstappen, he's right now his percentage ain't as ain't all that right now. It's like seventy something. Even bro, though he's I don't want to hear about percentages and conversions, please. In my head, wrap up, man. I don't want to know any more about this conversion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners' questions. Listeners' questions. Listeners' questions, guys. Thank you. Yeah. For oh yeah. In. Oh, you're talking about pole conversions. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's yeah, pole yeah. conversions? Oh, pole oh, conversions. Absolutely stinker, man. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc did his hundredth race uh, this weekend. He's only got a 5% conversion rate. Absolutely. And do you know what? Uh, Anik used to tell me last season, oh, why is Max only, he's done so many races, he's only got 11 wins. What's going on with his percentage and so on. Charles, stinker, 5%, 100 races. When's it going to change, Anik? Next year. <laughs> Next year. 
<laughs> all right, let's go through these listeners' questions. Yeah, first of all, Kwame, yeah, you're in the chat right now. Yeah, why are you moving like a spam bot in the questions, bro? <laughs> Hella questions just from you alone. You're on the cast, brother. Ask us in the group chat. Okay, uh, first uh, question uh, Which car brand that's not currently on the grid would you like to enter F1? Uh, BMW. BMW, is that your choice? Yeah, yeah, BMW. You as well, BMW. Yeah, BMW. Man. I'm a Mercedes hater. Mm-hmm. BMW for me. I swear, you, I swear you owned a Mercedes. Yeah, I sold it. I've sold all the stocks. In <laughs> That's how dedicated he is. It's the day. I've sold a Mercedes. Yeah. He sold his car. He said, I don't want a Mercedes. Throw it away. Uh, uh, Chris, who would you want? TFL. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. Oh my God. Man says Sadiq Khan, team principal, you know. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Somebody said Lamborghini or Skoda. What, that is a disparity and a half. Who wants to see Skoda in F1, man? Oh, Skoda's still a brand. That's where they've been out of business. Oh, Who's Skoda? No, no, that was Saab. That was Saab. No, no, no. Yeah, Saab. All right, let's go to the next questions. Um... At baby T T H L F A, who do you think will be at Has next season with Magnuson? Cause they ain't gonna be missing at that. <laughs> Give us your choices. Who's who's partnering up with Has? If it's not Mick, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm turning into a full on Has hater, bruv. Me and Ralph Schumacher link it up here, cooking them, man, bruv. <laughs> You don't, so you don't care who it is? Physically. If if it's Mick, I'll give Hulkenberg. him... Hulkenberg. Nothing against Hulkenberg. I'm just not inspired. Like, it, like if you're going to replace Mick, put someone who's going to inspire me, bruv, and be, mm. like, be interested. You, you picking Hulkenberg's just like... It's a safe option. Yeah. It's just, uh... I mean, I know you want stability, but still, it's just... They, they don't want stability. They just yeah, they just want their car in a single piece when it when it comes but, up. Let oh, them be a family. Bro. Bro, let Hulkenberg be a family. Man. 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 I can't lie. Like, you, you, what's the point? Has, if you, has needs to leave this one. I'm gonna lie to you. You need has someone has that's gonna do something. Also, you're gonna be looking like Alpha Tari, not Alpha Tari. Um, what's the other Alpha? Alpha Romeo. Yeah, that one. Also, also, people yeah need to stop quilting that. Graph made by Netbears on Reddit, yeah. Whenever Mick comes up and be like, This is why he's out of F1, bro. Stop that, bro. So, hey, random, you need to stay afraid. Spend... Man's head is getting I was just gonna say, I was Reddit. just gonna say that. Hey, <laughs> this guy's killing me. I, Chris99472, you know, on Reddit, Man. just going ham for Mick Schumacher. His head's getting hot by Reddit stories on TikTok. With <laughs> <laughs> uh. the subway surfing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man's man's on French Reddit, you know. Yeah. I was on baguette Twitter and French Reddit. Lord have mercy, just defending Mick. All right, let's uh go to uh the next question. Discuss this pace deficit. RBs weren't coping. Ferrari was in the mud. I don't know what that means. At Hus X Y N Y. Don't know what that means, bro. bro. They breached the cost cap. They're a faster car. That's what he's gonna say. That's my answer. That's your he answer. or she's gonna ask. That's my answer. 
<laughs> All right, let's just let's rumble through these questions. Uh, at Azair Saeed, shout out to you, brother. Do you think Bottas would have finished higher if he bothered to, to attack or defend his position this weekend? That's slander. Yeah, because we, he did, bro, he was following Alonso for bare long, couldn't make what didn't make one attempt. Got packed by Ocon, yeah, who was looking after his engine, yeah, and didn't make one attempt, just fell backwards and backwards, bruv. No racecraft, bruv. I'm so happy he's not Hamilton's teammate no more. Jeez, Lou. Scary. Ass. I think I think he could have got Alonso. I'll tell you one thing: Hamilton would have had a win if he um if Bottas was his teammate this season. <clears throat> Boy, excuse me. You hear that? What hmm. race? Hmm? What race? Race that race, race where George snaked him. What the one where Hamilton Sandhawk, clicked the wrong switch? Huh? You know Hamilton clicked the wrong switch and was down on power. The race at the safety car restart. Do you know oh, what, the Zandvoort, same yeah? race that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a howler. What? What is, what's going on? What do you think Max got passing so quick, Great manager part two. What's going on here? That's why Max got him passing so fast. It's one of the ones where it's like, so Bottas would have definitely tried to make the move, yeah? And then they definitely both ain't winning the race. Wait, was that the same race? Yeah. Wait, no, with the tyres. And he had to go through. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember Hamilton pressing the wrong button or something like that. I do remember hearing that. But we just ignore yeah. it because, you know, we love Lewis. But, but George did his name. Yeah, he's had too many bozo moments this season. And also, Mercedes, like had to, Mercedes had enough time in, 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 in Zandvoort to pit um, Lewis and George. There was enough of a gap. And they didn't do it. Instead, they do it in Japan where there wasn't a gap. I hate these guys so much, bro. All right, we're gonna do, we're gonna do two more questions, guys. Um, question from Kwame BQ: How will Audi, how good will Audi be? Do you think? I think they'll be ass. Finger in the air. How long's a piece of string? I don't know, bro. Actually, actually, I don't know. If if they come into the sport, obviously they're gonna come come in. They're gonna put a lot of. R&D investment into it. I think they'll be good. Would they but be another Mercedes? They have, they have a cap on how much they can spend on it. So I think they're going to come in. But, they're going to be mid-table at best. No, but whilst they're not in the sport, they can spend. No, even now. like Because they're putting their intent, I think they've still got like a cost cap they still have to deal with. Because all the um, people who are planning to be in 2026 have to present their engines by a certain time and they have to mm-hmm. do it within like a certain cost cap as well so it's not like they can spend so much money right now and when 2026 comes that um they'll be able to just like develop it and show this massive engine that they have um so there is a cap on the development but it is going to be more than what the heritage teams have because obviously they're new into the sport so them and Porsche will have like a bigger budget to spend, but it won't be that much more. Because mm-hmm. be there's Africa no point them be... coming in if they're going to be mid. Let's be honest. There's no point them coming in. Branding. Like, the they're going to be mid. The, they, they have the spirit of Salva. You know how Alpha Tauri still have the spirit of Minardi? Aston Martin still have the spirit of Jordan and, and, and what do you call it? And Force India and Spiker in them. Of, you can change the branding, but the spirit of the team remains the same. You still use the same factory, the same people. Nothing's going to change, man. Aston Martin's going to change. 
They've got too much bread. Their facilities are crazy. No, the, the money they're spending on their facilities and stuff like that. I think Audi already has facilities. Yeah. But they Toyota spend their money and they did nothing. Yeah, and then they left and then Braun picked up the pieces and won a bloody time. Honda. Toyota left with nothing. Oh, Toyota. I thought I got confused with Honda. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Toyota, yeah. Howler. Toyota, howler. I remembered. God, Lord. All right, listen. Last question. Kobayashi, man. Hey, listen. These questions, Anik, people are on you, you know. Did Anik watch the race last night? They just ask you questions like, <laughs> did you watch the race or do you watch it via stats? They're on you, man. <laughs> no, listen, listen. For for the record, a Formula One race, I plan out. Like, I I drink coffee, uh, you know, I eat prunes or whatever so I can go and go toilet or whatever. So I'm clean, ready to go to watch the race. No breaks, nothing. I watch Formula One like a religion. I promise you. You know what? Back at the start of the season, I had three screens up. I'm not even joking. I subscribed to Lifetime. I said three I screens. Listen. <laughs> when, when Ferrari was cooking, beginning of the season. <laughs> you don't care about that shit. Nah, he's watching his phone. Bro, I was bringing up engine oil. I was bringing up tyre degradation. I knew when the car was pitting. I knew when he was leaving. I knew that Guan Yu Zhou was able to overtake Lewis Hamilton on this lap. I knew everything, bro. I was on it. <laughs> I was absolutely on it. To be fair, I still am. I still watch it. But yeah, man, in my heyday, I had three screens up. I had one actually watching the race. I had one with the live timing. And I had another one with the radio chats. And then he had another screen, just a picture of Jordan Henderson. <laughs> That's just what, just it. Just a picture of Jordan Henderson. Yeah, oh. uh, last question, guys. Uh, I think this is a good question. At Ducks on Quack9. Top five all-time F1 terrorists. Pastor Maldonado has to be up there. He's the goat. He's up there. He's the goat. I think Michael as well. Um, Michael. Roman Grosjean pre-therapy. Grosjean pre-therapy. <laughs> Don't kill me. Bro, Doug Peter <laughs> first laps, yeah. Didn't uh, Grok crash a lot? Why do you always know if a F1 driver's been therapy or not? You said it about George. He... <clears throat> he would be the therapy. Because logically, because man tweet, talked about therapy, bruv. He, he said he's that after, after, after Spa, after Spa 2012. Therapy. Le therapy. Um, I, I think <sighs> Stroll's making a name for himself. Yeah, but I don't think he's top five yet. What? No, I no, think, I, you know what? I think, I think Bottas as well. No, no Bottas, no, no. do you know what? That's, that's, a that's a fault. Do you know why? Because Bottas has like, the least incidences like over the last since he's been in F1. Remember hungry last year? Yeah, but what about hungry just, last year? That was just that was because Toto activated the brain in his chip, chip in his brain. Is that activates <laughs> and then man just crashed into everybody, bowling ball things. You get me? Uh, so someone said, Pastor Monaro, Michael Schumacher was man. Come on, man. Yeah, Quite even deny this. No, he you tried to win a championship. Man's terrorist. Lewis, Lewis had one season of being a terrorist and then he retired. 2011. Yeah. Oh. Him and Massa. 2011, him and Massa. This is terrorism at its finest. Rose I think they... I, I think they oh, Max's it. dad and Max. You know, the Fesapen family. Oh, no, they, Max's they dad was a terrorist as well. Oh, yeah. loads of terrorists out there. Yeah, there's loads of them. There's loads of them. Uh, but yeah, thank All you guys for watching. Go on, go on, Anik. Some of the cast trying to apply that terrorism on track as well. Just put it out. There. Oh, yeah, guys, if you want to know, Chris tried to kill me and got him. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Alec went under the tariff. Alec calls a red flag, bruv. Uh, I, I, Alec called a red flag in Carton. I saw tyres in the air. And, he, don't, and then he'll tweet that, oh, um, fastest guy. He's so lucky no, to be the camera, bruv. You hurt, you hurt innocent people. I apologise. Well, Chris was just trying to kill me. For no reason, because I was just trying to overtake him. He's like, nah. But I'm like George Russell, I'm going to win it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know how George took up sight, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Lord, it's almost a Kivya. I don't think Kivya was a terrorist. I think Team of Glock. Team of Glock as well, man. Do you know who, do you know who is on the low and people on the clock? Science. Science yeah. will put you in a war, you know. Mm. No, I, uh, it's the same way that ooh. science has um bozo moments, bruv. He has a strong bozo gene. He'll go for like five clean races, then have one race with just the bozo gene just activates and it's nasty. Yeah, it's nasty. Uh, but anyways, guys, we're gonna end the pod. Thank you guys for watching. Everybody like this video. Peace. Show us love. You get me. Uh if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, give us a like, give us uh, a review. Uh, follow us on Pitstop Fracker on Twitter. Follow us on Pitstop Fracker on Instagram. Follow us on Pitstop Fracker on TikTok. And if you need any F1 merch, uh, please look at the description and use our link for fanatics.com. Um, Alonso right merch now, uh, soon to be on discount next year when Stroll retires him. He's, he's got a three-year contract, mate. Anyways. Uh, Stroll will retire him next year. No, he won't. Um, yes, he will. If, can I just end the pod, please? I've got the, I've got, I'm, I'm at Vatsa Raven. I've got the vision. Oh, whatever, man. Listen, you, you didn't have the vision. You didn't have the vision. I've got the vision. Stole that. All right. Peace out, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Vatsa Raven. Brand new season. Brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. Network.